This gallery here is our main Greek and Roman gallery in the Fitzwilliam Museum here in Cambridge. So it's the only place we have really to display Greek vases and all our other Greek and Roman antiquities. Lucilla Byrne and her team have recently reorganised the gallery, which has involved rethinking how to classify and display the objects. In terms of the vases themselves, we've tried to bring out different aspects of the ways in which you can look at vases in different areas of the display. There are so many thousands of Greek vases that we have to impose some forms of classification upon them, whether it's who painted them or what shape they are or what technique has been used or where they've been found. And you can think of vases as contributing to a vast database and they can be sorted by a huge variety of factors. The museum now shows visitors how the layers of work by conservators and restorers has changed some vases. The gallery also classifies displays according to some of the people who collected vases during the days of empire. But one of Lucilla Burns's favourite ways of examining the vases is by looking at how they were originally used and the stories they tell us about Greek society. I personally still like uh, getting a group of vases which were painted at much the same time and seeing how they relate to uh, the society that produced them. The scenes on this shallow drinking cup that would have been used at a symposium show a youth who is being accompanied to school by his tutor, who is carrying his lyre, and on the way to school he's being accosted by various figures who we think are probably satyrs, and they are interrupting the journey to school and they're gazing at the young man and they're trying to attract his attention with various gifts. A bag of knuckle bones, which was a game played by children in Athens. And uh, this one is just leaning on his stick as they're gazing in admiration at the beauty of the young man. These sort of relationships between older and younger men were the sort of things that would doubtless have been one of the many topics of conversation at the Greek drinking party and perhaps it would have encouraged participants in the drinking party to recount their own sexual exploits. But what's interesting about these scenes is the way they can be read on a number of different levels. Is this just a normal walk to school? Is this a hero of Greek mythology, like the young Heracles, perhaps? Or is it an illustration or a reference to a satyr play? Because the figures who are offering the gifts look a bit like satyrs, though not definitively so. So it's interesting because of this com complex layering of potential meanings. The dead hair scent bottle is one of our more popular vases and we put that in among our symposium vases to try and enliven those a little and to show that not all vases are obviously pot-shaped. Hairs were given as presents between uh, young men and uh, older men and sometimes you see a dead hair hanging from uh, someone's wrist. So this is a sort of pun, uh, you've turned a live animal into a scent bottle. I think once you've got visitors' attention by flagging something interesting, then after that the visitor will go on and look at the other objects. Very often we've tried to facilitate all-round viewing because this is very important uh, and part of our campaign to show that vases are three-dimensional objects. Something that's often forgotten by people who work from photographs is looking at a Greek vase as a physical entity. 
Uh, this vase is an example of why I think it's important to see both sides of the vase because the two sides of this pot relate to each other in quite an interesting way. This side, which you might think was side A, shows perhaps a music lesson coming to a premature end with the pupil about to crash his lyre over his teacher's head, who's trying to uh, remonstrate and pull the pupil back. The other side of the vase uh, shows uh, another couple, the young boy and an older man. And in this case, I think that the young boy has just said something rather rude to the older man who is looking very taken aback and touching the end of his beard. So I think feel that both scenes illustrate sort of relationships between older and younger partners and an interesting and perhaps quite comic source of conversation for the drinking party participants. In the previous arrangement of the vases, they were basically displayed in chronological order and within that by shape. And we have some sympathy with this because it's the best way of packing more of them in. If you try and display them in interesting thematic ways, you end up with pots of different shapes, which may look very nice, but you do end up regrettably with, with fewer vases on display, which is the case here. Most museums around the world have realised that a sort of rather narrow chronological approach is not going to hold the visitors' attention for very long. I think museums are challenged by the, the, the digital age and we have to try and provide sort of the equivalent of sound bites in order to try and attract visitors in.